any system that only produced white straight men to do a job has to be fundamentally flawed, given what we know about people in general. And at some point, if not today, at some point, we got to stop playing this game. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen, I'll end up melting the ceiling. This video is brought to you by Hobby Lobby Apparel. Yeah, I said it, Hobby Lobby Apparel. If you're looking to make a statement politically, or you're just looking to show your support for local, independent, American artists, and of course, looking to support the show at the same time, well, go over to HobbyLobbyApparel.com right now and start shopping. You can click the link in the description below, or go to the link down at the bottom of the screen. Every time you shop, you support the show, but you also get to look fly at the same time. Whether you got pets, whether you got children, or you're looking for something yourself, Hobby Lobby Apparel has something for everybody. Now, let's get into the video. So this is uh, Ben Shapiro. He released this video um, with Ezra Klein talk, um, talking about identity politics. Um, so I thought this was fascinating, something that I wanted to cover. So uh, let's get it started. One of the points I make in the book is that presidential cabinets for the history were just all white men. And when that was going on, nobody said, oh, identity politics, like only white men are being chosen for this. But then if somebody comes out and says, I think it looks like America or a cabinet is 50 percent female or whatever it might be, that all of a sudden is identity politics. So to your question about whether but or I not. I agree with that critique. Right. Meaning so the, the, so this not, is why I'm saying that. Not, I your, not your critique. I oh, agree with the point. I, so I agree with the point that it is more identity politics to suggest today Mm -hmm. That we ought to, that in today's politics, forget about 60 years ago, I agree that it was unspoken white identitarianism to have only white males at the, at the cabinet table. Agreed. Today, if somebody says two policies, one is whoever, is whoever is most qualified gets into the cabinet. Somebody else says, I need a transgender person on this to, be, to pick my secretary of education, as Senator Warren recently sort of suggested. The, the, secondary, the secondary claim is to me significantly more disturbing than the meritocracy claim, no matter where things come so down. I wanna, Do you have any preference? I want to hold for a minute on first the first question, then I'll go to your second. Mm -hmm. All right, so something here that I want to point out, right? And I think it's important to point out, right? So what Ezra Klein is saying is that in the past, therefore, um, white people, white men were discriminating and only choosing white men to be a part of whatever the system, right? And that in itself was identity politics, right? And now that you fast forward to today and we're pointing out that Biden said something along the lines of, I want a trans person or I want a woman or somebody to fill this role, then all of a sudden everybody says, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's too far. Now you're playing identity politics. And many of the people that say that, he's making the claim that they were for the identity politics before, but now they're against the identity politics now, right? But I don't think that he established that, right? Because many of the people who are alive today, especially 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, right, uh, the voting ages, had no control or let alone was even interested in politics back then. But I guarantee you that the same people right now who are making the, uh, the argument against identity politics would probably look back then and say the same thing. Just like Ben Shapiro just said that, hey, I don't agree with that either. And that was wrong. But identity politics is wrong, regardless of who plays it. We should all agree that choosing somebody based on characteristics that has nothing to do with the actual qualifications for the job is wrong, right? And at some point, if not today, at some point, we got to stop playing this game. I really do believe that. Good question, which is, my point is simply that 
identity politics has always been part of America. Right, but it was kind of it's bad. It's very powerful. And it was bad. And I don't think you're going to get it out of the whole thing because people interact through not just the political system, but the world through their identities. But it's, the, it's one of the... That's not true. Not every... If, if, if people can decide to walk through life without letting their identity be the first and foremost thing, important thing about them, then anybody can do it. Isn't that not the left's whole message? That everybody should be treated the same regardless of their identity? That identity shouldn't matter at the end of the day? It's pretty much speaking counterintuitive to what the whole liberal message is. The worst things that has happened in American history well, is the unspoken white identitarianism. I, I agree that I agree that it has terrible dimensions, and I agree that it has. Oh, or maybe I don't agree, but I believe it can have good dimensions. Like everything in politics, it's complicated, and it can go in multiple directions depending on who's doing it and whether or not the causes are going forward. Stand up to some basic analysis. I think in the all right. So uh, before I continue with that, uh, let me see this one. If a significant minority exists, not hate groups, it stands to reason that they ought to have a place in our government. Representation matters. See, but David, that's a bumper sticker. That's a bumper. And the reason I say it's a bumper sticker slogan is, what if somebody made the argument that, hey, I think pedophiles exist and there's a group of pedophiles, so we should have pedophiles in the government because representation matters. Representation only matters what I think really matters is diversity of thought and ideas, regardless of what your skin color is, regardless of what your label is. I think that's what representation should matter, right? You know, nobody's going to justify Candace Owens being their representative in the Democrat side just because she's black. Her black skin has nothing to do with her ideas. So it's not about representation. It's about actually putting who are equipped and ready to take on a task and will do their best job at doing it. And I really think that's a bumper sticker slogan. It's just how much representation? Because if we really want to go crazy with this thing, we can go crazy with this. How about blondes? How about um brunettes? How about sh very short people, people on the five five? How about people who've been in car accidents? Like we can go representation crazy and we can just never end. At some point, you got to just say enough is enough. Let's just treat everybody as people and let's, Let's let the best and the brightest of us do what they do best. And if you want to argue that there have been people on the, the side or the, the people on the right side who have ignored that, well, I'm here telling you right now, I don't justify that. Right, play, play identity politics. And I darn sure don't like it when people on the left play identity politics. I don't like identity politics. When you see me, I want you to listen to my voice. I want you to listen to my words and my arguments and my ideas. Not to say, oh, there's a black guy there and let that be my defining feature. I really don't like that. I am more than just a black man. If black is like the least interesting thing about my um about me as a person. All right, let's get that. General question of how to build cabinets that you're bringing up there. Oftentimes, the way people see it is not actually that what they're doing is betraying the meritocracy by trying to make more diverse can, uh, cabinet, but actually forcing themselves to be meritocratic in building something and also creating a world where you can be meritocratic in the, in the system where it's endlessly white privilege uh, regenerating itself through, then it becomes very hard to have a system 20 years from now where there are enough people who've come up through the pipeline and have had their needs recognized and have had their talents seen. Okay, so there's something here, right? If we have a system where nothing but white guys, straight heterosexual white men, are the ones getting these positions over again, I would say that that's a system that is flawed. Because statistically, we know there has to be some women, 
some 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 black people, some Mexicans, uh, people of all different stripes who qualify for those positions and who would be pretty good at it, right? And we would know that any system that only produced white straight men to do a job has to be fundamentally flawed, given what we know about people in general. So that makes sense on a certain level. Now, where there are enough people and have had their needs recognized and have had their talents seen to be able to have the kind of system that we want to have. I think one of the places that I probably disagree, hold on, I think one of the places I probably disagree in politics has to do with what do you do about historical injustice now? I think sometimes there's an effort to say, I call it sort of zero day equality, right? As of today, and so as of today, everything goes in the same direction. As of today, everybody gets treated equally. And then all the accumulated power, the accumulated wealth, the accumulated um, position in society, you just sort of wipe it away and you hope people are going to swim. But up earlier, this question of an African-American family oh, with a... They love to bring up the African-American family. Like, bro, just find, just find somebody else. I am so tired of the black community or the African-American community being the go-to when we talk about oppression and struggling. Like, pick somebody else, bro. I am so tired of it being the go-to, right? And I'll put it like this, right? Making the argument that should we just forget all the past injustices and start right here, right now and say, now we have a chance of equality and let's do our thing, right? I would say yes. It's better than the alternative. It's better than who are not willing to try to make amends for something they didn't even do. It's much better to start here right now and try to do the best we can than this whole revenge culture or this whole culture of putting down male in, in, in replacement of trying to uplift black people and, and LGBTQ. What we need to do is heal. In order to heal, you gotta forgive. That don't mean that the people who did you wrong came to justice. Sometimes you got to forgive people and move on for your sake. But I'm not going to live in this life where the only way for me to be good as a black man is for people to make right what they did to my ancestors. Because I'll be waiting until the day I die. And I refuse to live. So no, I do not agree with him. Yes, we need to start here, right here, right now. And we need to decide. Let's do the best we can to move forward. And if there are people in this country who need help, whether white, black, green, if you need help and we can help you, then let's help them people. Let's focus on that. Head earner in a full-time job, having significantly less wealth than a white family with an unemployed head earner, with a college-educated head earner, having a lot less wealth than a white family with a um, college dropout head earner. Like, that is something where you see... I know you're trying to heal the country. I, I really do believe believe that bro i really do i do not think that it's this evil plot from like democrat voters to just keep the fumes going i really do believe that but i also at the same that it's not working i really think this this identity politics is having the opposite effect instead of people focusing less on what makes us different people are focusing more i really do believe that really do amen peggy something going on in the background there that if you simply begin running the race right now it is not going to be a fair race now you have to handle these things carefully i don't think anything is easy right my background as you know is as a policy reporter it is hard to fix difficult problems the 
but doesn't mean you shouldn't see them as problems. Well, you can you can see historical injustice as a problem and still recognize the limitations of government, which goes back to one of your original statements about kind of the nature of liberalism, optimism about the ability of government to get this stuff done. I mean, Lyndon Johnson kind of moving toward a Rawlsian equality of opportunity as opposed to the sort of equality of rights that is guaranteed under the Constitution or should be the idea that equal, equal rights before law and equal application of the law was the, the basis of American, was a base of Americanism. And he sort of replaced that clearly with this idea that if, that it was not a fair race if somebody was starting off 10 yards behind, which is a nice metaphor. Or hundreds but, of yards. Or hundreds behind. of yards behind. Or a thousand yards behind. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's a nice metaphor. And that's, that's true to the, true. There's only a couple I mean, of problems. I mean, it is true. Well, it, when I say it's true to the extent that it's true, what I mean is that there are a couple of problems with it. One, everybody in society, to a more or less extent, is born different from everybody else in society with certain advantages and certain disadvantages. And that- Man, there are millionaire black guys, right? There are guys who are multimillionaires, right? And they possibly could have been a worse situation than my ancestors were. Their ancestors could have been worse off than my ancestors, and I wouldn't even know it. I wouldn't know the difference. I would have no idea of figuring out who was most oppressed and who started at what line and who didn't. I wouldn't possibly know, but, like, even if I did know, it wouldn't change the fact that LeBron is LeBron. Yeah, it wouldn't change that fact. Like, no matter how much we acknowledge it, it wouldn't change the fact that even if he had a worse past than me, he ended up much better than me. Life is tricky that way. Life don't always reward people based on their inheritance. And life doesn't always punish people based on their inheritance either. Sometimes genetics, sometimes circumstances work in your favor, even if you came from a harsh reality. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's just a hard way to actually draw lines and, and figure out what's what. Is there problems in the black community? Of course there is, right? But I really fail to believe that there are not problems in the black community that can't be fixed by black people. If we were just able to organize our thoughts and our culture in such a way that really fundamentally prioritize certain things over other things. I really do believe that. And the question is, how do I convince a, a certain portion of the black community to, to change certain things about themselves? And that's a whole different conversation. And that's accurate. Also, everybody is born either with a certain advantage or disadvantage in terms of historical circumstance. I'm going to catch up with y'all comments. Just let me uh, finish this video. I only got a few uh, seconds to go. You believe that either it is right and just for the government to then come in and act as a sort of godlike figure in figuring out who deserves to have something taken away from them and handed to somebody else, even if they don't necessarily bear personal responsibility for it. Well, it's or probably the government has the or, it's, or a, to, it's a demo, it's a democratic figure, right? It's a. All right, I got a plan, right? I got a plan. Y'all want to do? People want to do reparations for black people, right? I got a plan. Y'all want to hear my plan? Right. Black people should not have to pay taxes for years, okay? Black people should not have to pay taxes for 300 years. That way, they're not taking the money from nobody else. That way, they'll have the income to better invest and to, you know, dedicate those funds to their communities. And and also, it encourages a lot of people to go out and get jobs and start making that extra income, putting it towards their families and building and stuff like that for 300 years. It's wacky. It's out of there. The alternative to some of the um, the some of the things I hear, and I think it'll do far less damage 
to people who don't want their hard-earned money being taken and given to somebody personally wrong to. Y'all let me know what y'all think about that. It's a figure that is imbued with the powers we give it through consent. But, but you don't believe, and I do do you think, believe in pure majoritarianism? I mean, do you believe I'm that... Pretty, simple- I'm a lot closer to pure majoritarianism than where we are now. I mean, that, that's, that's I pretty mean, shocking you, given you want, the history of the United States. You want a fair... Lighting Jim Crow. Did you... I would have enjoyed them boys just start <laughs> going all out on each other, right? All right, so that was my reaction to that. Uh, y'all let me know what y'all think about my whole wacky reparations situation. And that was Ben Shapiro and Ezra Klein talking about identity politics. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling.